This is the Freedom Ring. Oh, get ready, ladies and gentlemen. We've got an action-packed show for you. Till Last night we were talking to each other going, it's kind of a light news day. And then we realized just as we put the headphones on, we're like, what are we talking about? Got Probably tons of stuff. this morning it's like... Do we have enough for a show? How are we going to fit all this in? And yes, we do. So uh, hello to everybody watching live on Rumble. Uh, some of the information we'll get to, uh, or stories we're going to get to uh, this hour. Information that Pfizer knew all along but didn't tell you. And we've got audio from Candace Owens, her recent visit to the house of the, uh, the one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter. Candace is a badass. She don't take no crap. She heard a little bit of uh, verbal ruffling of the feathers, and she went directly to this chick's house. I don't know if it's the new $60 million house, but it might be. I believe it was. And she had her phone, and she uh, recorded everything, and we've got a nice chunk of that audio. Plus, more on Biden selling out you, selling you out, selling us all out to the World Health Organization. As we start today's show, uh, do I have this right? Did we hear correctly that Congress, as we speak, is holding a meeting on UFOs? Yeah, they are. So, I hear that, and I'm like, okay, what's really going on? What's going on? And then we both looked at each other and said, this is to distract from John Durham and Sussman's trial. Because yesterday, they were uh, picking the jurors... And then we were told the trial could possibly, and this is all involving Hillary Clinton's Russiagate. Right. Which the news, by the way, <laughs> isn't talking about. This is so blatant. They're, the still, bringing, they're still bringing her in on, a, on their channel for, as a guest. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, got a former first lady here, Hillary Clinton. Uh, how come you're not in a black and white striped suit with handcuffs? <laughs> That's tr- that trial is supposed to be starting right now, and Congress is holding... This is what the media is talking about? Congress is holding a meeting about UFOs? Yeah. Is this not the deep state and the mainstream media's last Hail Mary? You'd think uh, that they would change their plans at some point and, and do things a different way so we couldn't read them. But that's how unplugged they are from the rest of us. They actually yeah. think that we're going to buy this. Unfortunately, there's a few people that will. I'm so proud of you, man. I, when I first met you, you were like calling me a conspiracy <laughs> <right>. theorist. <laughs> well, Congress is holding a meeting about UFOs. Let's uh, turn on Channel 7 today there, Bill, and see what this is all about. I wonder if they'll have any of those little green men. And now I'm looking at it going, okay, well, then what's really going on? Yeah. Because <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm learning stuff from you now. <laughs> you move fast, man. I mean, what my parents say. <laughs> get out of bed. All right, so we've got a full uh, full show to get to. Uh, sometimes I actually struggle coming up with our moments of faith messages. Um, we start our show off every day by focusing on something positive because, well, some of the headlines, as we just said, uh, pretty on the negative side. And we are living in an evil, twisted world right now. And I know yesterday I wanted to find something based off uh, something Bill said off air yesterday. When you said how concerned you were over Joe Biden signing over our sovereignty over to the uh, World Health Organization, mm-hmm. which I'm going to state right now is not going to happen. This is the deep state and the left's Hail Mary, their last ditch effort. Um I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Some people say it already has happened. Are we? I, are we, I know he's got the paper ready, is what I read, and I guess he's going to deliver. I it. think they've prepared everything for it, mm-hmm. but I honestly don't think that we are going to live because the U.S. Constitution is our safety zone. No other country on the planet has what we have. It's true when you think about it. Just because he signed a letter and gave it to somebody at the WHO. What does that really mean? I mean, you're going to have uh, an was it an organization, a committee? What is the WHO? It's a uh, it's, it's an a, agency. It's an agency. So a, a, an agency from a foreign land yeah. is going to come in and occupy an entire country with their own force. I guess if we don't comply, I don't see that happening. No. The Constitution stops that. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're not going to try. And continue to try. But it's up to... But nothing overrides the Constitution. 
it's up to the uh, the president or the government to allow that to be overridden. And I do believe we've got audio from Dr. Malone in just a little while. Not right now, but in a little while. You were about to press play, weren't you? No. <laughs> just getting ready. Just getting that ready. proves that if he plays this card, this is Joe Biden's last stand before going to jail. Screw getting wow. impeached. Screw going to jail is the way I feel. Oh, this is I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you Total want... Total treason, yeah. man. I want, I want it the way it used to be when this country was founded. It's over. Yes. Period. The firing range, the firing squad. That's Absolutely. the way it used to be. That's the way it used to be. Think, what is treason? I believe that's the way they would punish people for treason. Right? I'm all for it. If you're going to rape our nation from in, inside, hey, whatever, what whatever, whatever yeah. the founding fathers uh, stated, Yeah, I'm all for. Yeah. Um, so back to our moment of faith. <laughs> As we're talking about death and destruction. Father, forgive us. Sometimes you waste time looking for messages too hard when God puts them right in front of you. And I sat down last night to prepare something. And the first thing I came across, this is so cool when moments like this happen. The very first thing is I sat down and I said, okay, Bill is all worried about the, uh, the World Health Organization and Joe Biden screwing us over to the point where you were like visibly upset over what might Concerned. happen. In our, in, in, for our nation and to our nation. Yeah. I sat down to prepare this, and the very first thing I saw, you remember Kirk, uh, Kirk Cameron? Um, he was from the 80s sitcom Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. Well, he mentioned um, he's pretty much, uh, he still lives out in California, but he is always pre- uh, preaching Christianity right now. Right. He's, he's, he's doing a good, uh, good job with. Uh, the rest of his celebrity, and I, I give him kudos to that. He he mentioned something from Psalms 37. It's actually Psalms 37, 1 through 6. And what I was looking for to say, he actually guided me to. And I'm just going to read it verbatim. Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Stick with Jesus and everything's taken care of. And all these evildoers are going to fall by the wayside. And I believe with this whole thing going on with the um, with the World Health Organization, I believe this is their last Hail Mary. Boy, uh, I hope it is. I hope it's, they're yeah. going for the end zone with this one. And uh, yeah. I don't see it playing out. I'm not done, though. The, uh, the first thing I saw this morning, because it was still weighing on me, the Daily Bread that I subscribe to, it's an e-blast that I get from Pastor Marcus Meekum. Uh, he's of the Seven Hills Church here in the Cincinnati area, northern Kentucky to be specific. Um, he was expanding on a scripture from Matthew 26 that says, um, Have you ever seen an overgrown garden? All the plants and flowers are dying. Weeds have taken over. The soil is hardened. The only thing it needs to be brought back to life is a good gardener. Trump's coming back. That's what they said, that says. Yeah. Uh, we feel like this in life sometimes. Many of us have our own garden of gethesamine. Did I say that right? Gethesamine. Geth, gethse, geth, oh, I knew I'd screw this up. I said it right this morning, man. <laughs> the garden of authoritarianism. <laughs> Gethes. Oh, this... Gethsemane. 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You get a new car. I think it's just said. No, it? Gethsemane. Okay. Gethsemane. The Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, this type of garden represents times that you have felt disappointed. Times that you felt that your life is not supposed to be this way. This doesn't just apply to the world at hand, but our everyday lives when we're feeling down. Times when you have asked God, will you take this cup from me? Thankfully, it did not stop with the Garden of Gethsemane. Bonus points. 
It did not end with disappointment. Jesus is our gardener. Maybe some weeds have formed in your life and your heart has been hardened from disappointment. It is a good thing that Jesus, our resurrected gardener, knows how to get his hands dirty. He knows how to dig out the hardened soil of your heart. He digs in with his grace. He plants the seed of his word. He pours out the water of his spirit. He leads us to fruitful and fulfilling lives. He wants nothing more than to bring life where there is death. He wants to bring purpose where there is pain. But you must be willing to give him your heart. Trust in Jesus is what he's yeah. saying. It might, uh, it may have thorns and thistles. It may have grown cold and hard. Even if you think it is not much, God still wants your heart. Ask God to move in your heart today. There you go. That's why I believe the World Health Order and everything that Biden is trying to sell us down the river with right now, mm-hmm. not going to happen. Well, you're right when you say turn it all over to God. That's what we're supposed to do, right? We're not supposed to take all this on our backs. Uh, That's God's job. And whenever something like that is weighing on me, the anxiety, dude, the anxiety almost goes away immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you're new to the show, we're not a couple of holy rollers or Bible thumpers. We're just average dudes. We're saved Christians. We love Jesus. Yeah. And uh, because of the times, we have chosen to start all of our shows this way because the world needs it. And we feel it's the right thing to do. And um, that right there makes me feel better about the horror show that we're watching right now. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of which. Okay. So we were talking about the who. There may be some folks out there that don't even know what we're talking about. Um, They're watching mainstream media. There's a good sign. Yeah. Because they're not talking about this. In fact, it's been hidden from us. Uh, But the stories are out there. The Biden administration is setting the stage to hand ultimate control of America's health care system and U.S. national sovereignty, yeah, our sovereignty, over to the World Health Organization. Uh, in fact, the meeting starts uh, this coming Sunday, and it goes in th- uh, through the 28th of May. It's the 75th World Health Assembly, and it will convene at the United Nations headquarters in Geneva, Switzerland with delegates from 194 nations to vote on the Biden administration's proposed amendments to the international health regulations that will hand over national sovereignty and authority to the WHO, which during the COVID pandemic carried the water bucket for the Chinese Communist Party regarding the Wuhan Wuhan lab. On January the 18th, officials from the Biden administration quietly sent the WHO, extensive amendments without an official statement or a single press release. These proposed amendments are written to strengthen the organization's ability to unilaterally intervene into the affairs of nations merely suspected of having a health emergency of possible concern to other nations. The president that wants to bring us together. Yeah, yeah. If these amendments are approved... The WHO will have the power to declare an international health emergency, nullifying the powers of nation-states. The U.S. amendments delete a critical existing restriction in the regulations which uh, states who shall consult with and attempt to obtain verification from the state party in whose territory the event is allegedly occurring. This enables the Director General to declare health emergencies at will and can be used to justify economic or financial actions against the targeted nation by other nations aligned with the WHO or who wish to harm and control the accused nation. It goes way beyond health care. As you can see, it's just the beginning of what they want to do. Well, it's, it's their way in. Who's that uh, That jack bag we played uh, audio from about three weeks ago? The evil SOB. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harari? Harari, yeah. This, this gets them closer to that goal. Yeah. Uh, that is their goal. Depopulation. Uh, turn human beings that are left to well, peasants. Yeah. In one world government. That's, that's what they're wanting out of all yeah. this. This is the beginning of it. And... Um, I don't think it's going to happen. That's their goal. I believe good will win over evil. It's going to get close. It's going to get scary. Um, 
I believe there are certain sources, like Juan O'Savin um, said, we're going to have a near-death experience. I think this is it. I think I've already been there about five times. <laughs> Just reading those paragraphs, you were there. <laughs> Living the last five years, it's like, come on, man. Um, I, I, I think this is their Hail Mary. I think this is what they're they're aiming for the, the, the end zone with, and it's going to be intercepted by someone wearing number 45. That would be cool. <laughs> With a big 17 in his hand. You know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. 17 means Q. That's a 17th letter. You going down that? Is that what it is? Oh. I, we I had everyone's believe. respect over here. No, no I, I do believe Q is what they say it was. It was massive intelligence, military intelligence, and we're finding... Now, I, I didn't follow K, uh, Q faithfully. In fact, some of that stuff I'm like so confused I didn't really understand what Q was trying to say. There's a lot that's come but, to fruition. Yes, yes, sir. Tons There's of a it. lot. There's um, a lot of I it. will acknowledge Especially that. Especially now. Especially now. And yeah. there's still more that's so whacked and way out there that I'm like I'm starting to question I mean I'm starting to absorb it more right. because I've seen how much has come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And how many conspiracy theories have been proven no longer conspiracy theories? You know, um, Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, anything to do with Pfizer and all the misinformation and the, everything has, has come to the to the surface and it ends up being true. But some of the other stuff that I'm hearing from Q, mm-hmm. I'm still not there yet. I'm like... Are you kidding don't, me? Don't quite understand all of it, but have you ever watched... I'm, um, hoping to, I'm open to hear it. Have you ever watched uh, Trump when he gives the quote-unquote air cues? He just gave one at a recent rally. He was walking, I think, towards the stage, and he did the letter Q in the air. And people think that, oh, is this just, just, a, yeah, just motion? But he does it too many times. He's just saying hello to Quincy Jones, that's all. <laughs> yeah, hey, Quincy, Quincy, you watching? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. And I <laughs> I remember when he was asked, um, what was this, about a year ago, he was asked about Q. And I, when they asked him that question, I just stared at his face. He is good. He's a strong guy. Because he didn't bat an eye. He's like, well... Well, he's not also not a career politician. Right. Which is why he got my vote. But his, his comment was, well, I no, I really don't know much about them, but I I know that they, they like me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone likes me. I, like, I hear he likes me a lot. Do you think that... I that, won and I won all by a lot. <laughs> I love when he says that. Yeah, by a lot. How, how much did you win by? I don't know, but it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that he'll ever... When, when this whole thing finishes, do you think that he'll ever fess up to Q... No, I don't think he... I don't think he ever will. I don't think he'll ever fess up to any of it. Like, what do you mean there was something going on behind the scenes? What do you mean? Devo- what's devolution? <laughs> you know... I just wonder about that, if that day will ever come when he starts talking. You know, after all of this stuff is done. Businessmen don't talk. Yeah, I don't I don't Businessmen deal. Uh, so reading that, do you feel, and having this conversation, do you feel a little bit better about the World Health Organization and stuff like that? Or are you still concerned? Because we've got audio from Dr. Malone that I believe... It makes me feel a little bit better because uh, as I listened to it this morning, he makes he makes reference to President. Bu- I'm not going to call him president. No, to Joe Biden. Um, this would be like his final act, and it would be the nail in his coffin. I think is what he. Anyway, just go ahead and play it. This is one of those things that sounds like science fiction. It's hard to believe that the president of the United States and his administration are intentionally undermining the Constitution, but that's what it is. As far as I'm concerned, this constitutes a breach of his uh, oath of office to defend the Constitution. As far as I, I am concerned, this is an impeachable offense. There has been a direct attempt with the letter on January 18th, with no public awareness, 
from the United States to the World Health Organization proposing a series of rule changes. In parallel, there was actions in Congress that will essentially allow the president to sign a treaty without congressional authorization. Furthermore, in parallel, there was action taken in in the World Health Organization to breach their normal period of review and approval for countries um, from an 18-month period to a six-month period. What this means is that this will get rammed through American, uh, the American political system and the World Health Organization before the November midterm elections. I cannot believe this is circumstance. This is intentional. They're not only trying to bypass the Constitution and undermine it through this tortured logic that public health should take preeminence over the American Constitution, but they're doing, they've put a series of hooks and political plays in place that will allow them to do this without normal review processes, either by the nation states in the World Health Organization or by our own Congress. It's shocking. Let me go over the key points, why you should care. This thing that is, remember, this is proposed by the Biden administration. These clauses are proposed by our executive branch, by our president. Okay, first off, increase surveillance. Under Article 5, the WHO will develop early warning criteria that will allow it to establish a risk assessment for a member state, which means it can use the type of modeling, simulation, and predictions that exaggerated the risk from COVID-19 over two years ago. Once the WHO creates its assessment unilaterally, it will communicate it to intergovernmental organizations and other member states. They will then have a 48-hour deadline. This is how this is going to work. Within 48 hours and really less, they will have to make a go-no-go decision about complying with the mandate, which is entirely under the control of Tedros. The Director General of the World Health Organization has the authority under this statute to circumvent the U.S. Constitution and to activate a dominant role over the U.S. Constitution by the Constitution of the World Health Organization. He can do this unilaterally. Remember, the two major donors to the World Health Organization currently are the CCP, Communist China, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is placing $250 million into the WHO. They, those two control the WHO full stop. What this bill does is it hands over control of the American Constitution and circumvents states' rights. This is really a power play by the, by the executive branch mm-hmm. to create a pathway whereby they can get the WHO to do their bidding and to overturn the state's rights, which, remember, this is super important. The Constitution restricts the federal government to only those powers and roles that are mentioned. Control of medical care is absolutely not within the federal government's purview under the Constitution. It vests with the states. Under this uh, proposed change, which I believe is driven by the World Economic Forum, as well as the CCP, and through its uh, agents such as Bill Gates, this is a play to circumvent not only the U.S. Constitution, but to circumvent the ability of states to control medical care within their domains. This cuts right to the new ruling that we hope is going to come out from Scalia and others concerning states' rights, which is being couched under the logic of Roe versus Wade, but it's really far, far broader than just Roe versus Wade. That ruling resets the proper relationship between the federal government and states. That's really what's behind this ruling. After hearing that piece of audio, you still trust your mainstream media? <laughs> that is so effing important to hear. If you're gonna if you're gonna share this broadcast this this podcast with anybody, share it for that reason right there. I watched World News tonight last night with David Muir. I heard nothing, about and you won't any of this. They've they've hidden it since January. This is 
what they want you to believe, because I'm I'm on the side with God that this is not going to happen. And Donald Trump knew that they were going to play this card, backed away, and said, let him play it. And it is... It is agonizing for people like me and you that are like, we're already on board. We already see the evil that they're trying to commit. Do we have to wait for every single card to be played for the other people to wake up? Can't we just say, hey, screw them. We'll, we'll, we'll bring them along when, when, when we get there. No, they need everyone to see it and feel it and experience it. I do believe this is the last card. I do believe that the plane is coming into land. And safety is uh, right around the corner. Um, and, and the result, I believe, if, if it was signed and adopted, I believe that there would be an immediate national emergency declared. There will be no election, no midterms. And we will be stuck with this uh, we would authoritarianism for the rest of our lives. You said it, good man. Yeah. Man, hell yeah, I'm a pro. From the Garden of Gethsemane. Monopoly. The Garden of Monopoly. But that's the that's the frightening thing, because we already know that they're ready for election fraud again. They're getting all their ducks in a row. Shoot, they probably had their ducks in a row after this past election. You know, well, they, they didn't have their... No, they didn't, because, well, we've got video footage of all of it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that, but we have video of their ducks in a row. And these darn things right here. Yeah. Oh, do they ping? Oh, you mean people can track these? Oh, really? You're going to use it for the same reason we use it? Oh, and that Prism software can, can show who's talking to somebody? I'm a Democrat. I'm a Democrat. I forgot about that. Uh, it doesn't. They were probably saying it doesn't matter at that point because we'll already be in. And what are they going to do about it? But again, nothing tops the Constitution. Nothing. As long as you... That is this country's... No. But as long as you follow it. They, they're, not, they're walking all over it. They don't follow any of it. They are. Yeah. But and at some point... Don't we, underestimate yeah, the Donald. We the people. Well, we the Donald people. Trump is not going into the history books as someone that got hosed. Yeah, he is. You just know that from his personality. He's a, he'll be a, he'll be the star, right? The shining light. What? And if his ego needs to kick in for this to turn, I'm all for it. Is, is he an egotistical? <laughs> yes, I, he is. I don't know that he's as bad as as he's been portrayed. Uh, he does love this country. Oh gosh, yes. And he's worried about this country. Yes, I, I totally. And I believe he has the plan to save it. When I when yeah. I when I acknowledge his ego, it's it's complimentary. It's not like oh he's an egotistical douchebag. It's, it's personality. Not, you know, he's got the cojones. Yeah, and he's got the wherewithal. And that comes across as positivity, and the rest of us in society go, that dude's got an eagle the size of Texas. I don't mean he's a... uh, Yeah. He's who I want for president. Yeah. And, you know, I think we all could take a lesson from him, too, because he's so cool. Have you ever seen the man mad? And successful. Huh? Have you seen him mad? Through all the hell they put him through, I've seen him a little aggravated. But I don't know that I've ever seen him downright mad. Like fly off the handle because, uh... This is the United States of America! <laughs> yeah. I'm Joe Biden and I'm a car guy! Even him and uh, Hillary on the, the stage I was telling you earlier when they were doing the debate, I'll never forget when he said, because you'd be in jail. Right. <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. And I just wouldn't... I think I did fall out of my chair yeah. laughing. Yeah, it live TV. Hilarious. It was hilarious. No, when I acknowledge his ego, I that's that's me acknowledging his competence. Confidence is the word. Maybe yes, I misspoke. Sir. I should have said confidence. Yeah, you're right. But that um, is confidence. Absolutely. I don't... He is not going into the history books as somebody that was taken down by these chumps. No, I, and I totally agree with and you. And that is what makes me as an individual feel better about this whole scenario playing out. Yeah. I, as an American citizen, do not think I will ever experience life under the World Health Organization. 
And you know what? We still have six more years of Trump to go. Yes, we do. What's he going to pull off in these next six years? That's going to be some exciting times, man. All I'm going to say is bring it, brother, because uh, I got a hammock and a six-pack pe- six of beer waiting. And those of you that are saying Scru- six years, what are you talking about? Say, because th- what we are hearing is that when he comes back, it's going to be in January. Because if he comes after January the first, oh, God, it's before that. I, I hope so, but the, the I hope it's by Friday <laughs> today, <laughs> yes. like in another couple minutes. Right? Um, he's but, gonna fly. He's gonna bust into the UFO meeting, going, <laughs> "You out? Yeah. You're fired! You're fired! And get out. those damn green men the right. hell out of here too! Right? They're all fake lizard people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Kamala, I don't know, Kamala, yeah. Kamala, I don't know what the hell you well, are, but get li- out. The lizards are lizards, and they're green because green is lizard, and lizards are green because the green are lizards. <laughs> Thanks, Cam. Yeah, but the but supposedly what it is is if he comes back after the 1st of January, uh, he can uh, assume the rest of the term, right. the second term, and still be reelected. Another time. It's like double coupon day hey, at the grocery let's store, man. Do it. Let's do it. So, yeah, I feel better about this. A little determination. I'm holding you to it, man. All right. No. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, moving on to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, uh, who's leading the mission, for those that don't already know, um, on exposing the lies, Anthony Fauci and everyone else pushing the death jab on society. Uh, according to her. Tenpenny report, thanks to Texas District Judge Mark Pittman, the FDA was ordered to release the Pfizer documents within eight months instead of within the uh, FDA requested 75-year time frame. (laughs) Yeah. I had to ask my mother-in-law over the week, thankfully she was smart enough not to get the jab, and I was like, but doesn't that... The fact that they wanted all these details shoved aside from society from 75 years, what does that tell you? Well, that means there's a whole bunch of uh, wrong stuff in it. I was like, exactly. So at least she understood. That's so cool. I I really actually enjoy hearing when you talk about that. Because she's not on board with us. She's not on board. And I'm almost curious... How I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's not that she's not on board with us. She's not aware. Because she's been naive. She's watching yeah. mainstream media, and she's extremely yeah. naive. Yeah. But as soon as you let her know that they were going to lock up these details... She jumped on it, didn't she? Every every disease it causes, every uh, mishap, all the deaths, blah, 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 that they were completely aware of, they're going to lock up those details for 75 years. They don't want you to see it. That's all I needed to hear. Was, it's a scam. This is murder. With all the things that you told her, was she full of questions? Uh, or was she too busy yes. cooking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, both. Both. <laughs> yes. Leave, let the woman cook. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they covered the FDA debacle in detail in an article entitled, The FDA and Pfizer are Accomplices to Murder. Check this out. The first batch of documents, most of which we already know, but there might be some newcomers here, so we'll go ahead and share it again. The documents released revealed 1,223 deaths occurred within the first 28 days of Pfizer's injection trials from the beginning. In short, Pfizer knew. Pfizer knew all of this. Absolutely. The company knew its vaccines had detrimental, even deadly side effects, but Pfizer moved forward anyway, and so did your FDA. It's FDA approved. That don't mean anything. The first 38-page document contained a nine-page addendum titled List of Adverse Events of Special Interest. Okay, It was a list of more than 1,200 medical problems caused by the shots ranging from eczema and allergies to asthma, deafness, fertility problems, stillbirth, inflammatory bile... uh, Let me rewind that. Inflammatory bowel disease... Diabetes, blindness, liver failure, and blood disorder in blood clots. Neurological conditions such as multiple sclerosis, seizures, epilepsy, and Guillain-Barre syndrome were all listed. Hundreds of different autoimmune disorders and nearly 30 different heart conditions were all listed, and Pfizer knew about each and every one of them. Dr. Michael Yeadon, I is this the guy that we were talking about yesterday? Dr. Michael Eden, he's the former VP at Pfizer. Yeah. 
um, and an outspoken critic of the jabs. Like many others, he has analyzed the documents released so far and found that within the first 90 days following the Pfizer mRNA Emergency Youth Authorization, or the EUA, the uh, company was very aware of the voluntary VAERS reports. Uh, well, doesn't get any more accurate than this since he was the former VP. Yep. Um, they were very aware. And they had 1,223 deaths and 42,000 adverse events, uh, event reports with nearly 160,000 adverse reactions reported. And Pfizer knew that the reports were coming in from all over the world. United States, the UK, Italy, Germany, France, Spain, and other nations. During this 90-day period, Pfizer had so many adverse events, they hired, check this out. This should speak volumes. If I were to open up a local business, mm-hmm. doesn't matter here in Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, doesn't matter anywhere in the United States. If I were to open up a local business and I had 600 employees, would you say that's a decent sized business? 600 employees. I would say so. It's yeah. a pretty big place, yeah. right? Yeah. During this 90-day period, Pfizer had so many adverse events, they hired 600 full-time staff members to process all these reports. That's all their job was. This is so crooked, so demonic, and so evil, and just laden with murder. And they're still putting in people's arms. It should be gone, long gone. You're still hearing commercials on uh, terrestrial radio stations. Safe and effective. You're still seeing segments of TV shows sponsored by Pfizer. You're still seeing uh, uh, national uh, news programs mentioning the safety. uh, It's safe and effective. They should have been shut down, and all the top should be in Gitmo right now. Your politicians are still pushing it. Yeah. They all should be in Gitmo, World too. Health Order. Yep. Latest, Pfizer, latest release of Pfizer documents shows that company plan to hire up to 1,800 people. So that big, that big business I told you I just opened, it's, multiply it by three. Yeah, boy, it's they doing are, good. They are hiring that, that amount of people just to go through the adverse effects. This, this, when I got to this, I was just, my jaw hit the table. They are hiring 1,800 people just to go through all the wrong crap associated with this. Oh, man. You guys don't know nothing. We're not saying we do. We're researching the information. And we're bringing it to you. Because what mainstream media is telling you is nothing but horse shit. Yep. It's all lies, man. They all should be Nuremberg'd. And get mode. And then what happens in the meantime? We've got a freaking crooked ass president that's selling us down the river and giving our sovereignty to the World Health Organization yeah. while your mainstream media doesn't cover it. And we're still taking the jab. How can you not still be on how can you still be on board with these evil SOBs, man? We sh- we all should be in the streets. And why aren't we? I don't really understand it. Pfizer knew all of it. Fast forward, as of May 6th, 2022, uh, what, a week and a half ago? OpenVares had 1,261,147 reports of reactions and 21,889 deaths. VAERS data released by the CDC included over 1,260,000 post-vaccine adverse effects following all age groups who received the COVID jabs. This data included 27,968 deaths. The CDC knew the entire time. Sure they did. In bed with your media, both local and national, not covering it. That's why they're saying it's effective. <laughs> because they knew what it was going to do. And it's working. The first two stories that we did on this little podcast operated by these two chumps right here that used to play ACDC and Ozzy records gave you the information that is about the murder of our country. More so the world with what I just talked about. No, actually the world with both stories. Mm-hmm. And not a single mention on your mainstream media? Get the hell out of here, man. That's crazy. Come on. 
The co-founder of BLM. Her name is Patricia Callers. She was, uh, you know, the the one that bought the $60 million house with uh, proceeds from money that was donated to BLM. Well, apparently, Candace Owens... My girl. I got a little crush on her. I love her. She's a cutie, man. She's awesome. Not only do I dig her spunk and her attitude and her political views and her... I think she's cute. She is cute. She's a little cutie, man. She's a sweetheart. And she's a fighter. I I really respect that gal. Uh, But apparently she... She's actually one of the turn-ons about my wife. Is she she's a five foot one little Italian girl, and she can stand on her own, and she can when she needs to unleash, she unleashes, and it's kind of a turn on. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little bit of afraid of her. <laughs> no, <laughs> hi, Bilks. <laughs> oh, I noticed how you reached up when you did that. Yeah, well, you said she was only four foot two, right? No, five one. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Be careful eating from your garden this year. (laughs) Not only is she Italian, she's Sicilian. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's the one you got to watch for. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, Roma tomatoes. (laughs) By sight. (laughs) You know, vaccine inside. Uh, Anyway, uh, Candace had a little bit of problem, apparently, with the BLM uh, co-owner or co-founder, whatever her title is. Uh, So she approached her, went to her house... And uh, the BLM gal, she's uh, she's on video crying, saying that uh, Candace threatened her and all this stuff. Oh, she's telling mainstream media that Candace came over and said she made all these accusations yeah, and she came yeah. at me and it was. But the thing is, I is, need to protect my family. Everyone's everyone's got my. Uh, oh, she's laughing. My wife. <laughs> Good. You're lucky. Uh, well, I mean, they laugh as they kill you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hi, Bill. <laughs> yeah, hi, Bill. <laughs> anyway, give um, me all all four of them at the same time, right? <laughs> booster, 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 booster. So, uh, yeah, this uh, the BLM lady is completely lying to the mainstream media. What they didn't realize is Candace, being the intelligent girl, young lady, I'm that sorry, she is, that she yeah. is, was recording on her. <laughs> The whole thing. Handy dandy phone. She had a camera crew there, and we do have the audio. This morning, I woke up to Candace Owens being outside of my house with a news crew. Um, she was demanding that I come outside. Hello. Hi, um, I was just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir? Hello? The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. We're not trying to harass you. We'll gladly leave. We're just wondering if we can speak to anybody. Y'all, I really need my family to be safe. I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. <laughs> and this... This, what happened this morning, is not safety. Thank you, sir. Oh, burning buildings is. Have a great is. day. <laughs> all they do is freaking lie. That's all it, was that all of it? That was it. That, there was nothing threatening about it. No. Can I speak to you? Uh, I don't mean to, uh, we're not here to harass, we're just here to speak, and she turns it around like, oh my god, she set us on fire, kind of like we did in Minneapolis. Oh, kind of like we did in Portland. Yeah, yeah, right. You remember what we did in Seattle? A lot of fire. Do you see the difference here? Subtle flames. What about the innocent, let me talk to that BLM broad. What about all the innocent business owners that had nothing to do with George Floyd? Zero. They're just they just opened up a a, a shoe store in downtown Portland or whatever. <laughs> and you guys threw bricks and cinder blocks and looted and took their product and set it on fire and that compa- that 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 compares to Candace Owens saying hello. Can I talk to you? You guys are freaking insane, man. They are. It's all a big cover. 
But nobody's buying any of it. No. You, uh, what a poor performance. Right. I just have to protect my family. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm glad. Candace, thumbs up to you for rolling tape. Hey, Candace, and, next time you go, can I go with you? <laughs> did I just say rolling tape? Am I dating myself to 1987? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Candace, uh, good thing you brought your Walkman along. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, honey. Way to be on it. And uh, proving and exposing their lies. That's awesome. Yep. I love it. All right. Uh, The art of disinformation. As if that weren't enough. U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin spoke with his Russian counterpart for the very first time since the invasion of Ukraine. The call lasted for about an hour. And the main reason was for Austin to request Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu again from Russia, to implement an immediate ceasefire. Now, if Russia was losing the battle, Bill, wouldn't you expect that Sergei Shoigu be the one calling Austin and begging for mercy? Wouldn't that? That would make the most sense. That would make the most sense. I I think so. According to all that truthful information we're getting from the nightly news and mainstream media here in good old America, right? Of course. Okay. Well, no, you're wrong, Bill. Uh, Thanks for playing, though. (laughs) It was Austin that placed the call. Apparently unconcerned about his recent public call to weaken weaken Russia. Uh, Russia getting whipped by Ukraine is exactly what Austin said he wanted. Remember? Here's his direct quote. We want to see Russia weakened to the degree that it can't do the kinds of things that it has done in invading Ukraine. So if Russia's on the ropes, why are you calling off the (laughs) beatdown? You call off the fight when it's your guy getting pummeled, right? Yeah. Isn't that when you throw in the towel? Yep. The Russian offensive in uh, the Donbass region has ramped up significantly in the last week. And it is carving up uh, entrenched Ukrainian units with no hope of being reinforced or rescued by counteroffensive. Another sign the most uh, most of the coverage from Ukraine is complete BS. The situation in Maripol is nearly over in Russia, and uh, they control the city. I'm sorry, is nearly over, and Russia controls the city. Some mainstream outlets are hinting that Ukraine has the upper hand, when in reality, the Russians are in control, restoring electrical and water services and providing food to the population. That wasn't covered. Nor will it be. It will not be. That Putin is such an evil SOB. Yeah, he's the one that's feeding their people. Zelensky who's in bed with the Nazi regime over there, is the one who's killing his own people. Yeah. But they spun it. Why? They're all in bed. Oh, okay. We'll agree here in the United States. Let's see if I can piece this together. We here in the United States will tell our media to sell this version of the story as a favor to you, Mr. Zelensky. And in the meantime, we'll continue flying our elected officials, quote-unquote, over to your land and dropping off suitcases of money so you'll keep your mouth shut about Joe Biden being involved in your uh, child rape rings, your bio labs, your money laundering schemes, your illegal business doings with his entire family. Does that make sense? Total sense. Am I thinking too much? No, I don't think so. By the way, you can donate to the show at freedomringshow.com. <laughs> Since we're talking about money. <laughs> Well, that was real smooth. Yeah, that <laughs> was pretty subtle, huh? Yeah. Just hit the support and subscribe tab. Thank you very much. Uh, by the way, my ADD just kicked in. I want to say hello to... Uh... Oh, my gosh. I just dropped her name. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to be of any help. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> I'll get the name in a second. She's listening every day up in Michigan, and we appreciate that. Go with the next story. Okay. So, uh, apparently, the Dems have a lot to be worried about if the GOP takes back the House in November. Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her other top Democrats will probably be targeted with subpoenas by House Republicans should the GOP take back control. They plan to do so as a payback for subpoenas sent to five House Republicans by the House Unselect Committee investigating the January 6th uh, facade at the uh, U.S. Capitol. 
including House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Now, when I was reading this story, my first thought was, it's a, that's a joke, because it's the wrong reason. You know, you don't go and do subpoenas and all this investigation to get back at them for what they did to you. You do it on behalf of the people for justice, to get these criminals in prison where they belong. Did he say justice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have something we haven't seen in a long time. Not in about a year and a half. <laughs> plus, plus, plus. Yeah. Uh, so that was my point when I was reading this. I was just thinking, these people need to go to prison. Don't be playing games with our taxpayer money. Not more just to get back at them. No. Forget the court dates and the this and then that. And then, okay, well, then you know, they all need to just be locked up. They do. Or... Or worse. So Republican reps Jim Jordan of Ohio, Mo Brooks of Alabama, Andy Biggs of Arizona, and Scott Perry of Pennsylvania have also been subpoenaed. Rep Buddy Carter, Republican from Georgia, said, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yes, I do. That was his response when he was asked if he thinks Republicans should issue a subpoena to Pelosi. My response is no freaking duh. Good God. She organized it. Exactly. She planned the whole thing. I want to see her laptop that was stolen. Can you imagine what what they got a hold of? And where is that laptop? You know the one I'm talking about on January 6th that someone took, I, I guess, out of her office? Yeah, when the guy put his feet on her desk. It's yeah. probably got all kinds of evidence of her conspiring oh, you with China and you know it does. just everything else. Um. So uh, he says he thinks that the Republicans should issue a subpoena for for Pelosi. Yeah, this is setting the precedent. We're not just going to lie down and let this happen. There are serious questions about her role on January the sixth, and exactly what she did and what she didn't do, and we need to get to the bottom of that. When told of the subpoena, McCarthy, a Republican from California, said the committee was not conducting a legitimate investigation. They just want to go after their political opponents. He told reporters, well, frankly, McCarthy, I don't really have much trust in that guy either. He's a rhino. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, let's go after him for the right reason. Justice is the word that comes to my mind. Good man. Uh, United uh, Arab Emirates, Kamala Harris, led a high-powered American delegation. (laughs) Yeah, she's, she's the one that comes to mind when I think of leading. Kamala Harris led a high-powered American delegation to the United Arab Emirates yesterday to pay respects to the Federation's uh, late ruler and to meet with their new president. Now, before departing Abu Dhabi, Harris said that she had offered condolences on the death of the long-ailing Sheikh Khalifa. I wonder how that speech went. (laughs) Well, we're offering condolences of the condolences in which... Offering from Sheikh uh, uh, Khalifa for the condolences of which we are offering. Now, we're probably going to offer condolences of the condolences we're offering. That's how she answers every question. I, 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 I uh, yeah. What kind of car do you drive? Well, the blue Buick that I pulled up in is what I pulled up in, and the blue Buick in which I bought, and the Buick that I pulled up in. <laughs> I used to drive a VW, by the way. Before departing, uh, yeah, she offered her condolences and uh, uh, sought to shore up America's crucial relationship with the UAE in her meeting with Sheikh Mohammed. Uh, We are here. Oh, here it is. The uh, the actual quote. We are here. We were here to discuss the strength of the partnership and that friendship and our commitment going forward to reaffirm the shared commitment we have to security and prosperity committed in this region. <laughs> All right, the previous ones I was making up, that was the legitimate one. It's like, excuse me, can you repeat that? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> she she was put in office just to walk off planes. That's all. That's the only thing she does. I wish she'd walk off the plane without the staircase being there. You know? well, just up, one time. About 35,000 feet. <laughs> Although I don't want any harm to come to her, but just a just a little fall. The, the reason I bring this up, oh my god, where's Joe? Joe who? That guy. 
How come, wouldn't these people take it as an insult? In fact, somebody said online, um, uh, you got that right. They have very little respect for women over there in the first place. They probably take this as an insult. Where is he? When Pelosi, it was Pelosi that went over to the Ukraine, and then it was Schiff, and then it was uh, McConnell this past weekend, right? Yep. And then she goes over representing... Where, where is he? <laughs> in his basement in Delaware, sleeping. I don't know. Eating ice cream? Counting his money. His Ukrainian money. Calling his lawyer? Which one? <laughs> He's got to have 150 of them. And in which case are you calling for? <laughs> Maybe he was calling Obama to figure out what he should do. Where is this guy? And is he not allowed to fly out of the United States because Air Force One doesn't belong to him? Hmm. I'm sounding like you. Hmm. Am I into something? Maybe? Am I becoming too conspiracy theorist over there with that one? I just wonder if there's anybody that follows him around. And yeah, wit- Jill. Is, well, <laughs> with a leash. I mean, so, like a third party. <laughs> <laughs> Lifts up a leg and pisses. No, not here, Joe. <laughs> Over here, Joe. <laughs> oh, God. The but sad I mean, thing is, is you can envision that. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Jill, and I, Jill and Joe are going for a walk. And Kamala's there. Oh, let me take him for a while. I'll take him for a while if the while I take him for is a while that I take him for. <laughs> How long will he take? Did he pee or did he pee and take a while to pee? Uh, yeah. So Lady Jane online says the sheiks see her nothing as a twit who they have zero regard for. Somebody else says she will laugh at the wrong moment and set back relations 50 years. Oh, my God. That's, <sighs> that's a scary possibility. She laughed at the wrong joke. Um, somebody else said, oh, well, as long as John Kerry is with her, you can be sure some sort of deal is going on. Very accurate, sir. Yep. Very accurate. Yep. Um, let's see. Do we have just a couple more to get to? Are you done? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we've got one more piece of audio to play. Yeah. And yeah, let's get to the uh, 2000 mules. Apparently is just the tip of the voter fraud iceberg. Michigan investigators have revealed a mountain of new evidence of 2020 election fraud. This is expected to be revealed very soon. And then True the Vote announced that they have footage of the 2020 Green Bay drop boxes and are working with law enforcement in Wisconsin. Uh, Catherine Engelbrecht from True the Vote and fraud investigator Greg Phillips. He's the one with the, the beard in Great, 2,000 yeah. Mules. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that Obama-affiliated non-governmental organizations spent billions to steal the 2020 elections. And why would they do that? Obviously, to get the uh, the deep state's 16-year plan back on track. But a very credible source is saying Wisconsin may be the first to decertify the presidential election. I've been hearing that, too. And... They tossed around later this week. I don't know. I'm not going to marry myself to that. But And, you know, the first state... That would explain why Congress is talking to UFOs or discussing yeah. UFOs today. The first state that decertifies, I think it's going to set off an effect, a domino effect, that the other ones are going to like, well, okay, they did it. We can do it. Right. Uh, except Arizona. I don't think they, they got a crooked uh, attorney general there. Uh, who's not doing his job? He's not prosecuting the election fraud. So I don't know if if we can expect anything to good to come out of that. Uh, let's see. I'll rip through this one. Really, this is pretty big. I didn't want to toss this aside. Uh, a secret recording. This is a recording we don't have because it's all in Chinese. Unless your wife could join us she and can tra- translate, translate it. it. <laughs> yeah. uh, a secret recording of a Chinese military meeting planning the invasion of Taiwan and the defeat of regional U.S. forces has reportedly been uncovered. The audio and meeting photo uh, were provided by Lude Media, L-U-D-E Media. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and look it up yourself, the meeting focused on three areas. 
Uh, one, building a military civilian joint mobilization command and control system. Two, establishing wartime procedures. And three, preparing for wartime command and control. It was also discussed what type of personnel and equipment would be involved. 1,358 units of various types with a total of 140,000 personnel, 953 ships, 1,653 unmanned aircraft, uh, 20 airport terminals, 6 shipyards, 14 emergency mobilization centers, grain and oil depots, hospital blood banks, etc. China intends to apply the lessons learned during the COVID-19 pandemic um, toward mobilization and control of its population to meet wartime object, uh, objectives. Basically to keep everyone where they're supposed to be. Yep. Um, meanwhile, here, Biden regime simultaneously destroys the American economy, sends billions of dollars to protect Ukraine's borders rather than our own. And while the U.S. military is sissified through woke policies and useless jab mandates, China's preparing for victory. Feel secure still? Feel that election was legitimate still? And finally, Peter Ducey, um, yesterday while uh, at the White House, Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre struggled to answer why Joe Biden is visiting Buffalo after the mass shooting, yet couldn't visit Waukesha, Wisconsin after a terrorist killed six people and enjoyed, uh, injured, not enjoyed, sorry, and injured dozens more after he plowed through that Christmas parade with his truck. Waukesha killer Daryl Brooks plowed through that Christmas parade with his SUV last winter. 18 children were injured, sent to hospitals in the demonic attack. 62 individuals were injured total. Six died, including a child. I'm not bringing this up because one incident is worse than the other. Okay? There's a difference between these two stories. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the difference is? One of these stories was committed by a black man. The one in Waukesha. The one in, um, in Buffalo was a white man. Mm -hmm. He's going up to Buffalo to push the agenda yeah. of... Uh, racism or uh, white supremacy and gun control of and course it falls into i mean i'm not telling anyone that's watching this show on a regular basis anything they don't already know yeah but uh, that is what separates the two tragedies and isn't it coincidental or more than coincidental that he's going to this one and kind of just ignored that one another question that she couldn't answer i don't know if this is painful or comedic your new uh, press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Listen to her try to answer this question from Peter Doozy about inflation. Corinne, congratulations. Thank nice you. to see you up there. Thank you. Uh, the president's Twitter account posted the other day, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Mm -hmm. How does raising taxes on corporations reduce inflation? Um, so, it, uh, are you talking about a specific tweet? He tweeted, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Look, you know, we have talked about, um, we have talked about this this past year, uh, about um, making sure that the wealthiest among us are paying their fair share. Um, and that is important to do, and uh, that is something that, uh, you know, the president has been, you know, working on uh, every day when we talk about inflation and lower costs and so it's very important uh, that uh, you know as we're seeing costs rise uh, as we're talking about how to you know uh, you know build a, a, a America that's safe uh, that's equal for everyone and doesn't leave everyone behind that is an important part uh, of that as well but how does raising taxes on corporations Third time lower asking. the cost of gas the cost of a used car the cost of food for everyday Americans so look I think we encourage those who have done very well right especially those who care about climate
climate change uh, to support a fair ta tax code that doesn't change, that doesn't charge manufacturers, workers, cops, builders, a higher percentage of their earnings, that the most fortunate people in our nation and not let this, this, that stand in the way of reducing energy costs and fighting this ex existential problem, if you think about that as an example, and to support basic collective bargaining rights as well, right? That's also important. But look, it is, you know, by not, if, without having a fair tax code, which is what I'm talking about, then all, the, every, like manufacturing workers, cops, you know, it's not fair for them to have to pay higher taxes than the folks that, who are, who are, who are not paying taxes at well, all. Well, what does it have to do with inflation? The president said, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Jeff Bezos came out and tweeted about that. He said the newly created disinformation board yeah. should review this tweet. Would you be okay with that? Look, it's not a huge mystery why one of the wealthiest individuals on earth, right, opposes an economic agenda uh, that is for the middle class that cuts some of the biggest cost families face, fights inflation for the long haul, right? And that's what we're talking about. That's why we're, we're talking about uh, lowering inflation here and adds to the historic deficit reduction the president is achieving by asking the richest taxpayers and corporations to pay their fair share. That is what we're talking about. He asked that question four times. I would have more respect for her if she said, you know what, I don't know, I'll get back to you. That would have saved us a lot of time. We could have been at home by now. <laughs> oh, it just hurts the brain, dude. It never ends. And these are the people in charge? <laughs> no. Bring, going back to the front of the show, I don't think we have any problem worrying about uh, the World Health Organization. I don't think that getting back to what, you know, the Biden administration and all them, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I tend to agree with you, but it's still something to watch. Oh, definitely. No doubt. Definitely. It's nothing you're going to ignore. Like, oh, I don't know. The mainstream media. I'll be watching it uh, again. The, that meeting is uh, the 22nd through the 28th. That's Sunday is the first day, which is an odd day. Of course, they don't believe in God. They're all a bunch of <laughs> right. Satanists, so let's do it on God's day. <laughs> church? <laughs> yeah, this is our church. Yeah. In the meantime, let's enjoy the meetings from Congress today about UFOs. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back with details on that tomorrow. And uh, thank you for checking us out. If you're new to the show... Oh, Rhonda, by the way. Rhonda up in Michigan. She's the one that I wanted to say hello to. Thank you for uh, listening on your way home from work every day, Rhonda. Much appreciated. And uh, if anybody else feels the need to give and support the show, you've got the uh, the tab at freedomringshow.com. I'm Matt Toledo. That's Bill Spry. This is the Freedom Ring. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Later. Later.